Thank you for joining us here at First Presbyterian Church in Jacksonville with the First Love Ministries for Epiphany Sunday, January 9th, 2022. Reverend Jonathan Warren has titled his sermon today, Christmas in Plain Sight, Stars. Our special music selection is We Three Kings, performed by a piano and organ duet by... Christine Smith and Stephanie Solterman. Our scripture reading comes to us from Isaiah 43, 1 through 7. Our gospel reading is from Matthew 2, 1 through 12. God bless. The scripture reading is from Isaiah 43, 1 through 7. Let us listen to the word of God. But now, thus says the Lord, he, create, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my sight and honored, I loved you. I give people in return for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and from the west. I will gather you. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. This is the word of God. To God.
our Matthew scripture reading, the visit of the wise men, Matthew chapter 2. Let us listen to the word of God. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired them where the Messiah was to be born. And they told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this is my last week looking at the book Advent in Plain Sight by Reverend Duffield, and she shares a story about her childhood. I want to share it with you. In elementary school, my family moved from a bustling Canadian city to the rural American South. At first, the change in the soundtrack arrested me. Cicadas and tree frogs replaced sirens and car horns. Sleep evaded me those first few weeks in my new bedroom, so much so that I went to my new window to survey my unfamiliar neighborhood. That is when I could not help but look up. The visibility after the sun had long set arrested me. Why was it so bright at night? My gaze moved skyward, and the number and luminosity of the stars was breathtaking. I had never seen anything like it before. The unexpected beauty moved me to get a fuller look, and I found myself eager to be out after dark so that I might get a glimpse of this glorious, unexpected sight. In our scripture reading, we get a glimpse of another glorious, unexpected sight. Although magi in Greek is usually translated as wise men, in this context, it likely means astronomer or astrologer. So when these astrologers track and find this star, they look to the prophecy, likely Numbers 24, 17, which says, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. A scepter is the emblem of a king. So Balaam's prophecy in Numbers says both a star and a king will rise together 
out of Israel. So these magi, these astrologers, follow the star to find the king of Israel. Now, the involvement of astrologers in the story of the birth of Jesus is problematic for the early church because they condemned astrology. These wise men are Gentiles and not part of God's chosen nation. According to the Old Testament laws, they're cursed by God. And yet beyond the shepherds who are told by angels about Christ's birth, they are the only ones to recognize this extraordinary event. More recent scholars describe the star as a supernova explosion. could have been a comet. Or one theory is the king star Regulus in conjunction with planets Jupiter and Venus in 2 B.C., He's quite intriguing, I find. Now, on a cloudless night in Jacksonville, all you have to do is look up and you will see stars. Which is much different from my growing up in the suburbs of Chicago where it was hard to find any stars in the sky because of, like the kids said, light and pollution. Yet, Even though I'm in Jacksonville where we can see the stars at night, I don't know about you, but I still don't look up to the stars to see the stars very often. These days, how often do we keep our gaze straight ahead? Right here, never expanding our view, looking out and beyond, rarely up. Maybe it's our age. Maybe our culture keeps our attention. Maybe we're Tired from the unending pandemic? No matter what it is, I bet I'm not the only one here who fails to look beyond. It's hard to look out more than just a few days ahead. It's easy these days to feel stuck. Now, for as much as we celebrate Christmas and the light of Christ shining, some days just feel too dark and hard and cold. Like I said earlier, it was hard to see the stars when I was a child because there was too much light pollution. Martin Luther King Jr. says, only in the darkness can you see the stars. American author Augustine Mandino says, I will love the light for it shows me the way, yet I will love the darkness for it shows me the stars. And poet Sarah Williams says, I have loved the stars too fondly to be fearful of the night. I share this to remind us that darkness is not something to fear. So maybe it's okay that we're in the dark. For only in darkness can we see the stars. Reverend Duffield says, I find it all too easy to stay in the confines of known environments and concern myself solely with my own worries and those in my immediate circles. The coming of the three kings from far away places, those who pilgrimage long distances in the dark, looking up and following a star, prevents those of us who follow Jesus from remaining safe and small. Today we celebrate Epiphany, we celebrate these magi astrologers, disciples who don't fit in, who are condemned and cursed, yet they remind us that we must look up and be stargazers 
star followers because it leads them to the Son of God, the King of Kings, to Jesus Christ. Now, to further inspire us in stargazing, I found several quotes, one from scientist Stephen Hawking. It says this, Remember to look up at the stars and now down at your feet. Try to make sense of what you see and wonder about what makes the universe exist. Be curious. And however difficult life may seem, there is always something you can do and succeed at. It matters that you just don't give up. President Theodore Roosevelt says, keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. I like those two. I also looked at some other scripture readings. Looked at what God says. In Psalm 147, 1 through 5, it says, Praise the Lord, how good it is to sing praises to our God, for he is gracious and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. Highlight that Psalm 147. Isaiah 40, 26 says, Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. He who brings out the starry host and numbers them, calling them all by name because he is great in strength, mighty in power. No one is missing. And one of my favorites is Daniel 12, 3, which says, Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky. And those who lead many to righteousness, like the stars forever and ever. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky, and those who lead many to righteousness, like the stars forever and ever. We serve the God who created all the world and the stars beyond and today we are called to follow the ways of the Magi, to be stargazers, not just to look straight in front of us, not to fear the darkness, but to look up and beyond, to keep our feet on the ground, to follow the star, the very light in the darkness that leads us to Christ so that we might shine like the brightness of the sky and lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. That's our challenge, to move from beyond our known environments, from our own worries and immediate circles, from the small and safe to beyond, to looking up and out and following Christ wherever it may lead. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The congregation and visitors can now enter through the east or north doors. Our in-person service starts at 10 a.m. 
We do, however, ask that you keep your mask on while moving about in the building. In the sanctuary, there are two sections, one for vaccinated and one for unvaccinated individuals. The ushers will guide you to the section of your choice. Those in the vaccinated section can now sing without a mask. Join us at www.facebook.com slash slash and join our Monday First Press Jacks community group, which meets at 7 p.m. every Monday. This is a question, answer, and sharing group with the pastor. This is a private room, and you will be asked a few questions before entering to make sure you are a human and not a robot. Presbyterians with a Purpose is another program available at the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville for individuals needing to contact someone during these challenging times of the pandemic. You can visit that link. Just visit our homepage and find the link for Presbyterians with a Purpose. We also offer a Sunday live service starting at 9.55 a.m. You can visit www.firstpresjax.org donate and make your contribution there. Or send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You also can contribute through your bank using bill pay. If an account number is needed, please use 870-870-870. Our phone number is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org. That's office at F-I-R-S-T. P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. 